This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And with more brands and competition fighting your client base's attention each and every day, it's important to stay top of mind in meaningful ways. And since every person is unique and has their own communication preferences, you have to cover all your bases from phone calls to text messages to direct mail and what we're going to cover today, email communication. So today we're going to go over the five emails you should be sending to your clients all year long. And I, I was listening to a podcast. It was actually Ryan Pineda's podcast. And um, he got awakened to emails and he d- never believed in email marketing. He, you know, saw this mass blast lottery and he's huge, right? Yeah. He's huge on content creation, huge yep. on Instagram, TikTok, uh, podcasting, all that stuff. And he met an email marketer and the email marketer goes, Ryan, you don't believe in email because you don't realize what email is. Mm-hmm. He goes, email is content. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And, and email is just a medium of distribution. And I thought that was a great way to frame it because a lot of times we think of email as email, right? Like you're getting email. You don't think about it as no, it's content. Yeah, it's content that you're putting out. So you're putting out Instead content of on, on a Instagram. social feed. You're seeing yeah. it on your inbox feed. You're putting, And it seems simple. But when you start thinking about it as like content that you're delivering, your content serves a purpose yep. and now you have a strategy yeah. behind what you're doing. Yeah. So. so you might be doing, uh, you know, you have a database of emails. You're probably got some prospects in there. You're probably staying in touch with them, trying to drive them to a sale. What we're really going to focus on today is what do you send to those clients to stay top of mind? Because you know that you have to stay in touch with your past clients in order for them to use you again, for them to remember uh, who you are, remember your services, but also most importantly, refer you out. So if yes. you're sending meaningful content that is appreciated and received well, you'll have a better success and a better chance at that. So the first one that we would recommend, and this goes for any any industry, but this is going to be market and industry updates. So this is the stuff that you are an expertise on within your particular industry or your local market, because a lot of the people that listen to us are service-based sales professionals. They serve a local community. Yeah, it's the educators. So um, I'll give you a perfect parallel. So Josh and I put out this podcast every Monday and Thursday, Yep, and we're sending emails regardless of if people listen to every podcast, regardless of if they open every email, they probably see them and they're seeing Josh and Luke alongside of marketing and sales content. And we want to be known as educators and authorities in the space of marketing and sales for our own business because we sell marketing products to people. And so if you translate that and go, okay, I'm doing the same, but for my industry, it has been insanely successful for us. And we're delivering a medium of a podcast through the medium of email. So we're taking our content of a podcast and putting it through email just to educate in our type of stuff. Absolutely. So you have some options for this. Uh, You can pull in information automatically. If you're in real estate, you can check your MLS for current stats. You can do do your industry watch report where you can pull your median sales price, average sales price, homes for sale. Redfin has all of this available too. If you're just looking Mm -hmm. for a quick way to kind of collect it, it presents it in a really nice way. Uh, Use like an email template, a design template. You could use like a MailChimp or a constant contact. You can use their, there's uh, pre-built templates and just drop in the information for your, uh, for your particular market. Another thing would be, and we talked about this maybe a couple episodes ago, this idea of being the educator, right? Mm-hmm. So you can use an op, use your email as an opportunity to give your take on the interest rates or what's happening in the market today with this market shift. You know, you're posting the videos on social media, you're putting up the infographics on social media. You're already using some of this repurpose it to hit those people in a different medium that they might prefer, which would be 
their emails. We actually, go ahead. I was just going to say one thing also that I would give people a tip of is when you get feedback from your clients, listen to that feedback when it, when it's surrounding your educational content, Mm. because it will help you refine your message. So if you give a market report and they want to know deeper details, then, you know, Ooh, let me start crafting my um, email with those deeper details next time. And it gets people more and more engaged. Absolutely. We actually have an automated email newsletter with a category for multiple categories, uh, but uh, also for real estate. So if you're in real estate, uh, just as an example, our last email that went out had an article on inflation and the housing market, uh, had an article on will interest rates impact your buying power? Mm. Huge question that people are having right now. And then a fun one, like five great online stores to help you redecorate your home. So it's some educational content, some entertaining content in there. It's all automatic for you. And when people click through to read those articles, the pages are branded to you as well. The second one that we would recommend because you're probably serving a local community is what's happening. So local events and community news, what's going on in the area? Yeah. So we have something that was super popular when we launched and still is super popular, but man, it took off like a rocket, is we curate the mm-hmm. local events that are happening in the community. Yeah. What's been phenomenal about this is you can go to like Eventbrite, Facebook events, and there's tons of different sites that host local events, yeah. but there's so many of them. You have to, you know, weed through them and pick out the good ones. You have to pull the pictures down. You have to copy and paste the text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're curating bug. all those local events. I would encourage you, you don't have to use our stuff, but local events get great open rates and great engagement because people are interested in what's happening in their local community. Yes. And it's key, don't just do the concerts, right? You know, everybody's going to be able to see the carry under. Everyone knows Taylor Swift happening. is coming on tour next year. We you definitely know, know, man. You, you reached out <laughs> to me. You're like, um, I have two women in my life that want to see that. Are we going to get tickets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... People want to know the concerts, but they want to know deeper than that. They want to know the the you know festival that's happening. That the they want to know the chili or chili the cheesesteak festival yeah. that's happening in Philly or the beer festival in King of Prussia because we're outside of Philadelphia. You can go and find these local local events, and it's even more powerful. Yeah. And there's other vendors I'm sure that do it, but we're one that does it where we try to get the local gems yep. that are happening in the community and yep. send it out biweekly. For people. And if you're putting together these local events each week or every other week or once a month. Ours goes out every other week, uh, automatic. But if you're putting this together yourself, there's also like sort of a little level of conviction of like getting involved in the community. The greater you get involved, maybe you host your own charity event. Maybe you host something yourself where you're getting to know your neighbors. uh, The more likely you are to take action on that. And that's another thing that you could feature that really endears you to the local community. All right. The third one would be solicitation email. So I kind of bucket this under the ask email. So obviously with your prospect list, you're trying to drive them to a call to action and maybe set an appointment with you. Uh, get a comparative market analysis, something that's going to make them raise their hand and say, hey, I'm interested. With your client base, you want to reach for the ask as well. So just like on the phone, when we uh, coach people to make their follow-up phone calls, you want to make sure you're asking for the referral. Email is a great opportunity just to throw it out there once in a while. Maybe you put it as a little tag for each one of your um, your emails and make it easy for people to refer you. Or maybe you do a specific referral drive. Hey, guys, I'm yep. trying to get a lot of referrals in my business this month. Would love it if you just go to this page and send me some information on some people yeah, you that can I can even be make connected it, with. Yeah, you can make it fun where you can literally do a, I say competition, but do kind of like a yeah. whole competition <laughs> thing about referrals. We do... Around Valentine's Day, yes, a lot of times we yeah, will do share spread the love, the, yeah, spread share, the love. yeah, spread the love, <laughs> share the love campaign, and we receive so many referrals. There's a stat out there, Dale Carnegie: ninety-one percent of customers will refer, eleven percent of salespeople ask. Right. You're thinking, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to get any. Trust me, even if you don't get, you plant the seed in the minds of all the people that know you want a referral. Yeah. The other ask that everybody should be doing if you want an action item from this and you're in real estate. 
a CMA a day. You should be trying to at least do one CMA a day for your client base. And that can be a simple email that you send out to them that you put together that has a basic value of their home. And then you can tell them, hey, you want more details on what your home's worth. And I can do a more comprehensive analysis for you. Yes. Other options for this would be reviews. So asking for people to review your business. We've talked about in the past the value of local SEO and the reviews on your Google business page that play into your ability to actually appear on the first Mm -hmm. page of Google. So if you go into your Google business page and click reviews in the upper right-hand corner of your reviews. You have to be logged into it, but in the upper right-hand corner, it'll say get more reviews. When you click that, it'll actually give you a link. So you can link people directly to where they can give your reviews. And we coached on our local SEO podcast to uh, give them some light coaching in terms of yeah. what to say. So mentioning real estate, mentioning buying or we selling. We should do this for Stay name. Paid. We've done it for our company. We've never yeah. done it for Stay Paid. We've we've asked we've sent emails for reviews on for State. reviews okay yeah. okay people have hey, okay, trouble guys, finding you gotta, you gotta fill out the reviews Apple reviews now. system just it's the stinks. number one it's the number one thing though that drives it up the charts it is yeah yeah reviews. yeah downloads new subscribers and reviews is, is a huge uh, driver that other places would be Facebook so uh, you can link directly to your Facebook reviews as well if you go to facebook.com slash your page name so whatever okay. for us it's slash reminder media slash reviews that'll go directly to your reviews page they can hit do you recommend this business, you hit yes, then it pops up a window to leave a review. Nice. Other places to call attention to if you're in real estate, Zillow is a big place yeah. to get reviews from because if you search for uh, search for a real estate agent, search for yourself, search for other agents in your area uh, with the modifier reviews. See what search engines or what pages pop up. I found, I searched your brother's team. Did you? Just out of curiosity, Yelp popped up. Oh, nice. So Yelp is another opportunity to drive reviews. And then your own website. Make sure that you're including testimonials and reviews on your own website because that will pop up as well in SEO. And then the last thing that we would mention on solicitation emails would be feedback surveys. So don't miss out on this opportunity to collect feedback from your client base, not just immediately after the transaction, but a year later, two years later. Find out how they enjoyed working with you. Find out what else they would like to receive from you or how else you could be of help as a professional. in their Yeah, business. Dan Allison uh, said it best. People will pay thousands of dollars for a consultant, but your best consultant is your client. <laughs> they won't ask their like, own clients. But, but, but we don't go and ask our own clients for real, honest advice right. and feedback. Yeah. And it's a great way. Uh, the fourth one would be this category. I kind of threw it under this branding slash just for fun type email. So this is kind of a visual reminder of your brand, but also you can put some fun content in there. Like we produce a digital magazine for our clients. Yes. They can send that out to their email list. And it's very similar to our print magazine, but it's a little bit more bite-sized digestible content, kind of a little bit more on the fun light side where when they get that email, it's got a great, beautiful digital magazine that they can click through and read. But while they're doing that, they're constantly reminded of the person that sent them the magazine. Yeah, basically they're getting a better homes and garden type yeah. magazine, but um, it's, it's full of recipes, home content, that type of stuff. So it's, it's similar to your industry, yeah. but it's not just sales content. Ricky Carruth does an email a week for the rest of the time for his da- database and he yeah. crushes it. He builds his whole business on it, yeah. but a lot of it, it will recruits or include some market stuff, but a lot of it is just he attributed great fun that. Stuff. 
as the number one factor to his success whenever yeah. we interview him. It's a simple him. email a week. Email a week. Because it's a post I put on my um, Instagram today, this idea of success is really the sum of small cumulative efforts done yeah. consistently. Yeah. Right? And it's like your email, one email will do nothing for you for the most part. But if you, for years upon years upon years, put out a weekly or bi-weekly email to a database and you grow that database from tens, pe- tens of people to thousands of people, yeah. You'll be so amazed yeah. at what will happen because it builds trust. Trust is built over consistency. And Things it, done well over time. It builds trust with the people. I hate to say that matter, but it builds people because they're the ones that want to receive the information. So yes. many people when it comes to email focus on the unsubscribe rate, the unopen rate, right? You look at your open rate and say, oh, 10% of people open my email. Boo-hoo, I'm not going to do email anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the 10% of people that, matter. that are opening and clicking through your email, those are the people that you're building a solid yep. relationship with. I'm sure Ricky Caruso's email open rate, if we were to ask him, would probably be pretty similar to a lot of what you are saying. Yeah, there's an industry matter. average. Yeah. yeah. The people that want to get it will look at it and you'll build that relationship. The people that don't are going to ignore it or unsubscribe. It's and the who cares? Same, the 10% that open the email might be a different 10% than that look at your social media stores. And that's what people just don't understand. It's like you're doing all these mediums of uh, distribution to try to reach different people in the medium that they tune into and you do it consistently over time. It's a great point. There's a really good, a really likelihood, a high likelihood that the people that are watching your Instagram reels aren't checking their email. Yeah. But the people that aren't watching your Instagram reels are checking your emails. Or like a guy commented on our magazine ad going, no one reads magazines. And I was like, no, sir, you don't, you don't read, read magazines. magazines. We send millions of these and we know people read them because we get amazing comments. On Does everybody read them? No. no. Just like everybody's not going to read an email and everybody's not going to look at a social media story. Absolutely. And the last one that we would recommend, probably the most important one, is just the occasional thank you email. Don't forget to say thank you to your clients. You can do this around the holidays. You can do this around special events. You can do this just completely random throughout the year. But don't forget to say thank you. Make them unique. Maybe do a video one time. Uh, I know every holiday, uh, every Christmas, we send out, you know, a thank you video that we feature, like all of our teams doing something, you know, saying thank you to our clients. Uh, Pick different times during the years just to reach out randomly and and make sure that you're thanking your clients and doing it in a fun and unique way. Yeah. Um, What do you think about doing the, like... um holiday emails and the turning back your clocks emails and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Cause there's a lot I of think, debate out there on this. <laughs> I think to be honest with you, I think that there is no harm that can come from sending in a holiday email and it's nice. I agree. hundred so percent. <laughs> I think, I think the people I would have saying, appreciated a turn back clock cause I forgot yeah. to turn back clocks this weekend. <laughs> I think when you go, thank you, 10 real estate agents for sending me the same email. This is what real estate agents say about real estate agents that do that. It's like, no, now you're one of 10 versus one of a million. Yeah, right now, at none least, of 10. At, exactly. At least now you got into their, their mind for a split second, and that's more than your competition did who's blasting you for sending that email. So I would say send it. Absolutely. So there you go. Those are the five emails you should be sending your clients. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video video of this episode uh, and we'll include a link in the show notes as well on how you can check out our digital marketing platform so make sure to go check that out over at statepaidpodcast.com we'll put it in the show notes as well if you like this episode and want to support the show the best way is to head on over to apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review along with a comment as we mentioned earlier in the podcast and we will read it here yes, on do. the show and the best way to share your support is just to share this episode share it on your social media share it with a friend put it in your email newsletter go ahead you can do it <laughs> all right uh what do you call uh, a pony with a sore throat. You actually have a sore throat today. Yeah, but it's from 
reaction to medicine I took. Yeah. Not so a real sore throat. What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. <laughs> that's actually that pretty good, good one. That's yeah, that's, good that's pretty good. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com. You can find us on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Stay Paid Podcast. And on TikTok, we are at Stay Paid underscore podcast. Check out our TikTok. It continues to grow yeah, pretty dang well. Yeah, yeah. It's going viral. It's one of my favorite pieces of content that yeah. I check out. It's crazy. Every day. I don't always check out our content. I always check out our TikTok. Yeah. It's hard to listen back sometimes to your own voice and you're just <laughs> like, oh, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> All right. Well, for this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. Here's my action item for you is the simplest one of these to do is the branding email and doing it consistently. Every two weeks or once a month, you need to get that into your rotation. And don't let the doubt in your mind go, well, well, the content is not the greatest, or I don't, you know, just want to send this same email. You, this is one piece. Get this one piece going, and then you can focus on your social media. You can focus on the other emails you want to create, like market reports and all that stuff. But if you never get this going, you're missing out on opportunity today, and it's the most simple one to do. You can get companies to do it for you. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 